0: Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are zero percent alcohol made with real fruit only 25 calories or less sweetened with agave infused with functional ingredients and they taste just like your favorite cocktails just without the alcohol i love the recess paloma because i love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind i love doing that every night i think it's essential recess zero proof craft mocktails is my go-to to go chill so get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink, and you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the
1: consequences. Clink, clink. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask and then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice and my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you and guess what they can even create audiobooks I mean this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you your mom your children your children's children it is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code CLINK at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code CLINK mylifeinabook.com. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha
2: Welcome.
0: Welcome.
2: Housewives of True Crime. Uh-huh. How is it?
0: Dude, it's, it's happening.
2: Well, summer's we are... around the corner. <laughs> it is today for me and my children. Oh, God. So it's the last day of school, which is full of, I, I don't know, like I feel some sort of pressure to do something with my children fun because it's the last day of their school.
0: That's fun. Where did all this pressure come from? When we were kids, it was like it was oh. the last day of school. That was the fun thing.
2: I know. You know what I do love, though? I pick up the kids from school and I blast that like Alice Cooper song. School's out for summer. Ah,
0: I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, want, it so I, I might loud. steal that.
2: You've got to do it. It's so fun. And then I noticed after I picked one of them up, I've got a freaking nail in my tire.
0: Lord help you. You have bad luck this car with the car shit.
2: Dude, you guys. So remember I got a new car and then the mm-hmm. transmission went fully out. Like it needed a new transmission after four weeks. So it's been gone for four more weeks or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Got it back one week ago. Now I have a freaking nail on my tire. I haven't even told the husband. He's gonna be like, <sighs> so pissed.
0: Yeah, annoying. Annoying. Well, you know, the thing fault, for though. me over here is, I feel like guilty ending homeschool. Like I'm oh. just
2: continuing it because you're kind of like,
0: eh, yeah, because we took, we took a lot of here. we took a lot of days off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and you registered kinda, like, your, it out.
2: You registered your kids for school. Oh, they, they like, are oh. ready
0: for the fall. They're like, Boom. where's
2: your paperwork? Remember the school asked you for like your documents for your kids.
0: I know. Well, yeah. But we might have to move. Turns out, so I don't know if oh, I'm still well, even be going into that school. Yeah, right. I I got I got, got ninety nine problems. Stressors. That's right, ninety nine <sighs> problems. But you know what? I am just counting down to. I signed my kids up for a day camp. Oh, <gasps> oh my god, I love it. Every day, I just like fantasize about all the things <laughs> I'm going to get done. I'm, I'm going to drop them off for a whole week from nine to four. Nine to four. Oh, I've got like Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday already planned. Yeah, I'm like, oh my, oh my god. god, for sure. I'm gonna go to the gym and Starbucks. I'm gonna go to the mall.
3: Okay, not gonna have some little got...
0: rug rat that needs me to buy him a pretzel, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. I have. I think
2: I have kept Annie Ann's. Is it Auntie Ann's mm-hmm. and um, Wetzel Pretzel in business?
0: Seriously. Oh yeah. With the cheese and then they get it all over themselves because it's like messy. It's like not a good mall food. The only thing that kids should be allowed to eat at the mall is like a burrito. I don't give them the
2: option for the cheese and dip. It's like you get the pretzel. That's it. In the bag. Oh. Yeah. Okay. In the stroller. I mean, I'm past that stage, but that was my go-to. Like sit in the stroller, eat your pretzel. Yeah. We're going shopping. Um, it's finally sunny here and warm. So thank the heavens got my ass outside and I'm wearing jean
0: shorts. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm a happy little clam.
0: Yeah. You look fancy. You look like you're going to church. If you're watching this on YouTube.
2: Listen, I was telling Gretchen before we started recording. Sometimes when I'm going to something that's like, I still want to be super casual but I don't want to look like a total casual slob. I will put a nice shirt on top with some jean shorts. So it's kind of like having a mullet, you know, it's like party awesome. on top or wait. No, it's <laughs> business, business on top, top party, party on, on the, the bottom. bottom. That's a hundred percent. I'm I've not gonna going to say on.
0: anything about that. That's what she said. That's all I'm what? about that.
2: That's what she said.
0: Mm-hmm. Party, on on party on the bottom. Party on the
2: bottom. With a sliver of Bieber.
0: A sliver of Bieber. <laughs> Tab's that's favorite. From our,
2: that's from our last Patreon. Our Patreon.
0: Tab's fan of Justin that. Bieber. That's what we're talking about. Don't be a dirty bird. Okay, let's get to some crime. Okay, let's do it. Today's case tab is brought to us by listener suggestion from Lindsay Williams. Mm, thanks, thanks Lindsay. Yeah. Today, I am going to tell you about the case of Marie Carlson. It takes place in, of course, Florida. Yes. Sunshine (laughs) State. I know. It's worse than that, too. It's uh, Fort Walton Beach, to be exact, which is adjacent to none other than... Pensacola. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How did I guess? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to Florida this
2: summer. I know.
0: It's a sign.
2: That too we should go there? crime
0: happens we, there, we, yeah. We, we need are to we Heading do to some... Pensacola, yeah. You're okay.
2: going to go to Florida, I think, also, so... Yeah, not going at, at some
0: point. Yeah, yeah. but we should go together. We will. OK, at some point. OK, well, in Fort Walton Beach Tap, you can buy a nice three bedroom home for about $350,000 and on up to just 1.5 to be on the water. No way. Sounds dreamy.
2: And is it on like the it's on a nice beach? Nice I told you it's right next to Pensacola.
0: Water. Yeah, California oh is just whack. Yeah, California real estate is wiggity-whack. Okay, so Marie Carlson found herself there at the age of 37 after a few years of bouncing around the USA. Marie was a lady that had ants in her pants, which I can relate to. You know, I'm a mover. Mm -hmm. Like I said in the beginning, yeah, I just found out I might have to move. I'm like, I'm okay with it. You know, I get real tired of places. Four years is the longest I've ever lived, anywhere.
2: Okay, so five years for me. So I'm kind of a mover, also.
0: Yeah. You know what? It's good
2: when you move. You kind of get rid of your shit. A
0: fresh start. Yeah. 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 So she was fun, smart. She had a degree in criminal justice, Mm -hmm. which is awesome.
2: Yes, I kind of envy that.
0: Yeah. But she suffered from bipolar disorder. And her family says that it prevented her from holding down a job for long periods of time, despite her just big heart and good intentions. I guess there's varying kinds of bipolar. And she had a good one. Like, it, you know, she wasn't, like, violent or, you know. Right. Anything like that. Okay. Okay. So the deal with Marie was she had a daughter named Paris that she adored. And when her daughter was three, she left her in the care of her father, Paris's father, Mm -hmm. Jeff Carlson in Kentucky. Now that seems hard to imagine for me, but according to Jeff and her close family, they say it was incredibly brave of her to do. She recognized that she just wasn't in a stable position and Jeff could the parent to provide that for their daughter. And Marie was still very much a part of Paris's life. She visited often and called all the time. And it sounds like she had a great relationship with her ex-husband, Jeff, despite their short-lived marriage not working out. And I mean, I just think that says a lot about both people because we often see people being so petty at the expense of their children. right? But they didn't seem to. They both seem to be on the same page about having this little girl's best interest at heart
2: can i just say i love the name paris so much oh my
0: god i do too right yeah. so good you sh- yeah i should you could have had a yeah. tab tab's got a, a love for paris <laughs> i Penny? do and
2: i think if i had another girl i probably would name her that not that uh, i'm having another girl but if, you if did. i ever did yeah. adopt you a should baby. have at least
0: a moulin rouge party We could go crazy on the outfits.
2: Oh, so fun.
0: So fun. Okay. Okay. Goals. Okay. So although Marie's family was used to her moving around a lot, there was something different about her move to Fort Walton. And that was that this time Marie found herself very involved with a church by the name of Emerald Coast Cavalry Church. Her family was actually very happy for her when they learned she had gotten involved with the church. They thought, you know, what most people would think, that this was an excellent way to channel your energy while, you know, centering yourself. Mm
1: -hmm. This
0: church looks pretty happening. They have a Facebook page with 1,500 likes, and they have all the cool graphics on their website, you know, and Instagram. I think that over the last ten years or so, with all the social media, churches have really stepped up their game in the cool department right? totally, yeah. yeah, so the Emerald Church is good size, but it's in a strip mall, so it's like it's not sexy on the outside. But when you see their inner web posts, I mean it it looks happening. So in two thousand and ten. It was happening. People credited this with their presence on YouTube. They had kind of a cool guy pastor, pastor, Mm -hmm. pastor, by the name of James Flanders. He had quite the following on YouTube and as well as growing in-person numbers. James dresses real casual and seems like just a genuine guy. I can see why people are so fond of him or were so fond of him. I found a clip of one of his sermons on the YouTube, so I'm going to play it for you.
3: I get there and I start walking around and I can't remember what I went to the store for. And so trying to remember what it is I went to the store for, I walk around looking and then I end up buying something I didn't need. You ever do that one? And then this has happened to me, too. After going to the store, forgetting why I went there... I went out to the parking lot and forgot where I parked. And what makes it even worse, this has happened to me two or three times, not only do I forget where I parked, but I forgot what I had driven to the store. (laughs) And if you're at Wally World, that can be bad. Now we have an old white car and we have a truck. Now the truck, it's got the little panic button on it. You can push it and that panic button is not for someone attacking you. No, the panic button is I can't find my car. (laughs) And so I push the panic button and if I don't hear, Honk, honk, I know I'm in the car. And so I start walking up and down looking for the car. If I hear honk, honk, I know I'm in the truck, so I keep pushing the button following the honk. Now, if you see me at Walmart, just smile and wave and say, that's our pastor. You got to love him because the Bible says so, right?
0: Okay, so he's entertaining, right?
2: Yeah. Like you want to be his friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He mentions Tanya, and in that clip, and that's yeah. his wife. Okay. Okay. Being the wife of the pastor, she had a big role at the church too. Being HBIC, a bitch in charge of mm-hmm. the women's ministry. Mm. Tanya, by the way, is she is ride or die for James, completely devoted. She is just buying everything he's selling. I would say, I mean, she doesn't question him. She's a much better wife than you or I. Okay. 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 They also have a child. She was all grown up and gone now in 2010. Okay. Mm-hmm. So James and Tanya presented themselves to their church family as this model, you know, God-loving couple. But they weren't exactly as content as they wanted people to believe. And here's where it starts to get a little bit messy. And we know how it ends, but we don't know exactly how it began. So somehow this evangelical Christian couple took on a sister-wife in the form of Marie. I am not sure if that's exactly what they called their arrangement, but for sure we know James and Marie started doing the no pants dance on the regular because we have loads of text messages between the two of them and they are pretty graphic. Mhm. Mhm. So, also Marie found herself pregnant and James oh. was the father. Yeah. So there's that.
2: So was she not living with them? She was just kind of... She
0: was. Yes, she was living with them. Mm -hmm. Oh, she was. Okay. So that her being pregnant with James being the father, that's kind of a pickle when you're a pastor, right? But James apparently thought... It probably doesn't look so good. (laughs) It just depends on the church you're presiding over.
2: Maybe not, because we did talk about the Ten Commandments last week, and (laughs) I'm pretty sure that adultery thing...
0: <laughs> you know, I love a sister wife. Watch all the sister wife shows, you know,
2: I'm oh, just saying. Because if it's consensual, it's not adultery. Is that what you're saying? Something like that? Yeah. Like if the wife says it's OK. It's yeah. Okay? Well, yeah. OK. I mean, I don't know. OK, if but really not a, not everybody's but... as <laughs> open minded as
0: I am. OK. 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 They're like you. Close minded.
2: Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So James thought how he could kind of like sell this to his church was he could just use the Bible to ease his congregation into what he had talked Tanya into, which is that God is cool with extra wives. Apparently, there's like some passages in like the Old Testament or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, it did it. It didn't go over well. Yeah, you think? <laughs> 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 People apparently like, what the hell, you know, And he had to kind of backpedal when that servant sermon was not so well received. Hmm. So then they decided to tell people that Marie had agreed to be their surrogate and they had taken her in, you know, to take care of her and, you know, thank her for her womb, which is a pretty good plan given their position right
2: it's better than i was gonna say you know marie trying just to talk mirac- a whole miraculously group of
0: people. got yeah <laughs> <right> yeah <next. laughs> yeah okay so here's the thing though when sweet baby grace was born she did not look like tanya or james she looked like marie and marie was filipino she was strikingly beautiful like total Disco Biscuit, okay? <laughs> and James and Tanya are pasty white folks. And the baby resembled its mama. So, of course. Of you course. You know, my
2: friend Noreen, Filipino also, Disco uh-huh. Biscuit. And her kids, too. She's married to a white guy. And her kids
0: look like her. Yeah. Yeah. Dominant genes. What you yeah. gonna do, right? So they changed the story of how baby Grace came to be. And that was that Marie had left an abusive boyfriend and was all like down on her luck. And so they had decided to all three raise the baby together. So I think it's possible that Tanya went for the whole sister wife thing because she actually wanted another baby and she wasn't able to have any herself. I did read that she had had several miscarriages, so I mean that's how I formed that opinion, but I'm mm-hmm. just spe- I'm just speculating that, okay? Okay. I mean, I think instead of the whole sister-wife route, there's always adoption if you're fertility challenged, which is a beautiful thing, but for some reason, she thought having her husband start boning someone else and raising their offspring all together would be easier. I mean, real, real <laughs> personally, me. I would rather fill out all that adoption paperwork. I know it's a lot, but, you know, yeah, that's just me, maybe. Right. OK. All right. So, however, Tanya imagined this, like, unique situation they all had going on. Working out after the baby was born. That's not how it went. Right. So for one, it turns out that Marie... Not really into sharing the baby with Tanya. Marie was motherly. She, she adored this baby. She didn't want any advice from Tanya about, like, how to do it. Remember, she's 37. You know? Yeah. She knows what's up. Right. Also, she let it slip to a select few church ladies that she was doing it with James. And she wanted him all to herself. Mm-hmm. So apparently Marie worked at the church coffee shop. So, you know, ladies be talking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She had also told her mama that she thought James and Tanya now wanted her to bounce and just leave the baby leave with Leave the them. baby. And she didn't well, want to do that. also.
2: Yeah, they probably also thought like, well, she did it already once. You're so why wouldn't she do it again? You know,
0: you're probably right. Yeah. But, you know, I think maybe she felt like she did that at that point of her life and she knew how hard that was for her to make that decision. And she didn't want to do that again. Right. I'm sure that is like 37.
2: I don't know how old she was at the first baby, but, you know, like you grow up in your 30s a lot so i could see even in your early 30s you think one way in your late 30s you think another way
0: yeah okay so tensions were running hot at the flanders carlson home you can imagine right what to Mm -hmm. do when baby grace was three months old everyone close to marie received a text from her out of the blue And it said she was leaving the area to do something she had always wanted to do, but she hadn't told them before because she didn't want anyone to stop her. And she was leaving the baby with James and Tanya, and everything was fine.
2: That's not sus at all. Right?
0: (laughs) Alarm bells went off immediately. It wasn't completely off base that Marie would pick up and leave, but... Those that knew her best knew that she wouldn't just leave her new baby behind. And if she did decide to take off, she wouldn't go anywhere without telling her ex-husband and now seven-year-old daughter that he was still caring for what her plans were. I mean, she was all up in their business all the time. Okay, And another thing was the tone of the text message just didn't sound like her. Yeah. Yeah. One of her close friends in Florida picked up on that. She referred to Tanya and James as Tanya and James. And she'd never done that before. She always referred to them as James and Tanya. So subtle, but, you know, when you're just yeah. like, you just know. Yeah. So all the people on this group text are like talking with each other. And Marie's sister and her ex-husband called the police in Florida. And they actually took the call seriously it helped that one of the detectives had just returned to work from maternity leave herself. And so her gut instinct was this woman did not just up and leave her three-month-old baby behind. Right? Right. So, There's no way. Yeah. So she went and had a chat with the Flanders. And they said that they were sure that Marie would be back. But they did let the detectives know that Marie was bipolar. And she was medicated for it, but she hadn't been taking her medication Mm -hmm. and she just does stuff like this. But they talked to her family who said, yeah, that, you know, that is true. But also not so much. I mean, she does like to move, but she doesn't just disappear. That was not Marie's MO, you know. So they circled back to the Flanders and tried to piece together Marie's last known whereabouts, because at this point it's been two weeks, and she's a missing person. James said he stayed home from work with Marie the last day she was at the house because she was in a terrible mood. He said that around four o'clock, Marie took a nap, and so Tanya took the baby out shopping with her. He says around six, Marie woke up, told him she wanted to start raising her daughter Paris, but she needed to take care of herself first he says after this discussion he went for a run and then called tanya at 8 30 who was still out shopping and she at night with the baby exactly what my thought yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh okay and she picked him up a block from the house yeah side note exactly what you just said i took a pause to like i mean it's pretty hard. It's possible to be out shopping for four and a half hours with a three month old baby, but not likely. No. <laughs> Anybody not, who's done it, it's like no. And at eight thirty at night,
2: no, you I can mean, do it. You can, but it's not something you're going to want to do. That baby needs to be eating a lot, a
0: lot, and yeah, and go to and go to bed in its own its own bed. Yeah. But 8.30 is late. I mean, my kids were going down by, like, seven at that age, sometimes oh, six. Three,
2: three months old, you're still in the thick of it. Oh, I yeah. I mean, it is, like, still basically considered, I mean, I guess at three months it's considered an infant, but still kind of a newborn. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, I mean, and also, let me just tell <gasps> you about Tanya. There's something fishy about this because she doesn't look like much of a shopper. I mean, oh. Okay.
2: Like, what did she buy? Did she buy stuff? I mean, no shade,
0: but she didn't look like she, like, I mean, she wasn't spending, you wouldn't spend four and a half hours at the freaking grocery store, right? Like, and I don't picture her being like, checking out what is on sale at the Express, like I was doing all morning, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. So, there's just something sus about that. Okay, so... James also told police it was strange that Marie had packed up all her things, but she did not take them with her.
1: So, like, it's so weird, so strange,
0: <laughs> like, so <laughs> strange. <laughs> so he said they were very concerned after two days of her not returning home. So you know what they did? They decided to drive around and look for her car. And he thought maybe, maybe she even parked at the airport and flew somewhere. So he went and checked. And you know what? He found it.
1: It was there.
0: It was there.
1: No way.
0: Yeah. So he brought that <laughs> truck home. The weird thing about this is that seven hours before a police officer in the area spotted Marie's truck parked in a deserted gas station and just made a note of it. Mhm. You know, didn't she wasn't like a missing person at that time. So he just thought that's strange that that nice truck is in this deserted gas station. So he just wrote it down. Good police work, right? Good police I, work. I'm also, guessing what?
2: Airports have lots of security. You have to Like, they know when you're parking there and when you're not. So
0: I'm sure they could pull up all that. Oh, we are going to get to that. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Well, I'm guessing James did not know about the police officer just doing due diligence, taking a note of the car being at that gas station. So based on, still based on what James and Tanya are telling detectives, they took the next logical step, which is they checked all the flights to see where she would have gone you know there's records of that Mm -hmm. but she hadn't hopped on any flights so they went through the tickets at the long-term parking lot because when you enter you get a ticket and then you return it so they were checking for prints well they found marie's ticket but they weren't able to get any prints off of it so they checked the surveillance video and it wasn't working that day
2: no way. <laughs>
0: yeah. What are the chances of that? Oh, damn it. So just dead end after dead end. Okay, but I'm telling you, this lady boss, new mama detective, kept on digging. And she started talking to members of the church and getting the skinny on what's up with Marie living with the Flanders. And she got some differing stories. She got the story about the abusive boyfriend that was the father. She also heard about the arrangement with Marie and the Flanders and the surrogacy thing. And she heard from a few women that Tanya had told them, well, yeah, James and Marie just had sex to impregnate her. But, you know, Tanya was like, cool with it. So, you know, whoa. The Flanders had also told people that they had a deal with Marie that she would stay and nurse the baby for three months, and then just bounce and leave the baby as a gift with them because they had been so loving to her over the last few years.
2: Because <laughs> that is definitely what you do,
0: dude. I mean, that sounds kind of
2: like <laughs> Rumple right? Totally I like, can totally like, give you room and
0: board. Now give me your baby.
2: <laughs> that I is mean, so funny. Colton just learned that fairy tale and I had kind of forgotten it and he told me that this week. I was like, this is real disturbing.
0: Yeah, it is really disturbing, <laughs> it's a Really right? disturbing one. Okay. So, police are like the fact that no one really has the same story. It's not jiving no. with what the Flanders. What's going on there? Okay? So they asked them to voluntarily come in and answer some questions for them. But only Tanya showed up. So they say, you know, okay, spill it. She says, yeah, James and Marie were making sweet love, but they were all three happy because we were a plural family. But she admitted that they did not stay happy after the baby was born. Tanya said that Marie did not want to have a relationship with Grace, and that was the deal. She said that the reasons that the stories around the Emerald Coast House of the Lord varied were because, come on, y'all, I mean, our congregation was not cool with polygamy. So her point was that she was just protecting her, you know, her three-way love relationship,
3: but Mm -hmm. she had nothing
0: else to hide. Okay, But she also mentioned that, I mean, the other like ding, ding, ding is she said that Marie did not want to have a relationship with the baby in this interview. And that is that doesn't mesh with me. Okay, so three months after Marie disappeared, they got their hands on the cell phone records from the towers from both the Flanders and Marie. And what you know, Tanya and Marie's phones were not close. James and Marie's phones both pinged off the same towers by his house when she sent that grouped text. And they also pinged together at the tower by the airport at the exact time she would be dropping her truck off there. Still, the police wanted more before they made an arrest. But they waited too long Cause James and Tanya and the baby decided that Florida was no longer their jam, so they went to Arizona, where his family lived. Detectives thought that this this is suspicious AF. weird, right? The <laughs> whole congregation, aren't you the pastor? Are you like- <laughs> oh well, they learned more suspicious four one one when the Emerald Coast. Youth pastor came in to talk to them and get some things off of his chest. He told them, "Okay, so y'all know when James was in the mental hospital that the people be talking and he left me in charge. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Mental hospital. Mm -hmm. When did that happen? Yeah. Well, apparently they weren't really watching. The police weren't really watching James 24-7 because they didn't even know about that James had checked himself into a mental hospital and he had been there for 10 days wow so according to this guy he said that he mentioned that the reason for checking himself in was because some things were way very heavy on him and before that he was talking to people about how would one go about getting themselves out of the country if say one needed that
2: Yeeks. Yeeks, right? in Mexico. It's
0: very so, close to Arizona. Doors are open. True, right? So Mr. Youth Pastor also said that he knew at least part of the reason James and Tanya left was because he personally had confronted him about the talk going on around the church that James and Tanya were living polygamy. And I guess when he confronted him, James admitted it to this young man, and he told him, all I can say is the last time I saw Marie, she was alive, but we did have a physical altercation before she left. He said that it left him with scratches and marks all over, and that's why he'd been wearing the long sleeves in the Florida sunny weather for two weeks. Oh, my
2: God. How did the police not even
0: catch that? I don't know. Right. OK. So this young youth pastor, like this guy probably looks like he's like 22 or something. OK. OK. Was like, dude, none of what you just said is cool at all. You have to resign. So he said, you know, I'm just saying that's why James and Tanya left. Right. Oh so God. this kid yeah. is pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so with James and Tanya out of their way, police searched the shit out of their house. They brought in cadaver dogs and, you know, everything, but they couldn't find any sign of a homicide. But they did have Marie's computer, but everything on it had been deleted. But the police, you know, super techs, were still able to pull up her phone download off of it. Like all of her conversations and everything. But at the time when they were able to do this, it was in some indecipherable code or something. So they were kind of stuck at no sign of Marie. I mean, there was no, she was a missing person, but like there, so there was no bank activity Mm -hmm. or any contact with anyone she knew. Yeah. So they had concluded, I mean, really, this isn't a missing person. This is likely a homicide. But we just Sol- don't know where she is. Right. Solving a homicide with no body is a, like a, a big challenge. Hey, Grutch. Hey, Tab.
2: How's your vitamin routine going?
0: My vitamin routine has been going better than ever since I started taking care of vitamins. I took the easy, convenient quiz online, just like talking to a nutritionist. And I know that I'm taking the right combination because I feel great and I get these cute little packets delivered
2: daily. I mean, they're like little daily packets. So, you know, I was always opening up all those bottles every single day. Not anymore. Forget about it. Who needs that? It's amazing, you guys. And listen, I know we're in February already, but we can still have a resolution, right? A new year's resolution, a 2021 resolution, and make it small, impactful, and get your daily vitamins.
0: Yeah. Self-care. Make it a priority. Take your
2: vitamins. Take your vitamins. So you guys, easy online quiz at care of, and we have 50% off for you. Boom. Boom. Just go to takecareof.com and enter the code CLINK50.
1: That's right. Go to takecareof.com and enter code CLINK50 for 50% off.
0: Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk including losing the loss of the principal please consider your objectives risk tolerance and acorns fees before investing acorns advisors llc acorns is an sec registered investment advisor brokerage services are provided to clients of acorns by acorn securities llc member f-i-n-r-a s-i-p-c for more information visit acorns.com
1: You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone. And I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year. And I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour. Bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient, they are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put up learning that language. There is no better time than right now, seriously get started before your summer vacay our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. So the case went cold for years.
0: No way. Yes. Until they got some cold justice with the help of Kelly Sigler. Oh, no way. Oh, we we love her. We love her so much.
2: I almost put a picture for your birthday
0: up of her with us. Oh, well, we should post a picture with this case. Okay. So she took on the case, and the first thing she did was get some new technology on the phone records from the computer, and they were now actually able to read them. So it's Kelly. And the original, you know, new mama detective that had started working the case, those two working together. I mean, mm-hmm. I just love it. Right. Two lady bosses. Yeah. And they are reading all over the texts, And these texts were enough to make these girls blush. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Fine. James Sexy and Marie. Text. Oh, yeah. James and Marie were talking dirty. And, you know, they were like doing it from the church which I'm sure got them like extra hot, which, I mean, I guess that works for some people, but that does not seem sexy to me. Whatever. Such so, a crude you. I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the whole three-way dynamic now really snaps into focus when you can see all of the conversations, right? And mm-hmm. it's clear that Tanya wants out of this Relationship with James and Tanya, but she wasn't going anywhere without her BB. Okay,
2: Marie wanted out, but because you said Tanya, Marie oh, wanted yeah. out Marie of the relationship. Marie wants out.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. But okay, not not without not the baby. About that's right. Okay, so in the episode of Cold Justice, which was filmed in 2015. The mama, Lady Boss detective, and her partner fly out to Arizona to question James and Tanya about new evidence that they had gathered with Kelly. Tell
2: me, so they, um, what was he doing for a living at this point?
0: I don't know. Okay. He does legit have family out there, so I think maybe they were just like living off of family. I'm there just is actually if
2: he started another church.
0: Well, there is actually a clip of him on the internet hawking like gold coins. Okay. So maybe he was doing something like that. I don't know. All right. Okay. So they called up Tanya and she answered. Mm. She was feeling feisty, or, or maybe that's how she always is, but I thought she was a real bitch. She did answer some questions for them, though, but she didn't give them any new information. She was like, so what? He told some people he wanted out of the country. I don't think that's weird at all. (laughs) (laughs) They asked if they could speak with James, and she was like, I don't think so. He is in the ICU with his father. And the detective said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And she said, no, you're not. So, okay, they tried calling James directly, but he did not pick up the phone. So, when the episode ends, they had managed to get the state attorney's office to review the case and possibly charge James, but that didn't happen for like a minute. Okay, so I read the report that they actually submitted for review. And it said that at some point, James had spoke with someone from the church in Florida and told them that him and Tanya had stopped at a cemetery in Sedona, Arizona, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite places. But it's about five hours from Cochise, Arizona, which is where they were living. Okay. And it's not on the way. If you're coming from Florida, like if you were coming from Florida, you would take like the 10, which is like the lower part of Arizona, yeah. right? Through like New and Mexico. S- yeah, and Sedona it is like way up off of oh. right of I 40. Northern. northern, yeah, northern, yeah. and you don't just drive through Sedona. You got to like get off of I 40 and then you know get up head in up the mountains, head up mountains, yeah. So I thought that was a little suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz it's not along it's not along the way. Actually, it's about 10 hours out of your way. So, anyways, he says they happened to stop there and they came across a headstone that said Marie Carlson. So he told these church folk, you know, Marie's just dead for sure. That is totally random, but I just thought when I read that, <laughs> that's just <laughs> randomly creepy. I mean, yeah. enough for them to put it in their report, okay? Right. So after that report was submitted, it took about another year and a half for them to charge and arrest James. But they did. But they Praise, did. Yes. PTL. Okay. So they rounded his ass up and took him back to Florida. The thing was, they still didn't feel that they had that strong of a case to convict him at trial so what they did was they don't have a body they don't have a body so with the consent of marie's family who still just desperately wanted answers they offered him a plea in exchange to tell them what happened and where marie's body was so james pled guilty to manslaughter and told detectives that what happened was that Marie was having some kind of mental episode, and he restrained her in a bear hug until she was lifeless, and then he buried her in the backyard. The same backyard that they had searched six years prior. They had missed her. No way. Yeah. He took them to the spot, by the way,
2: yeah, Holly should not bury somebody that you just killed in your backyard. Dude. Hello. <gasps> like, that's something really stupid.
0: He's really lucky that they missed her. Right? Yes. I mean, it's I mean, it's very unfortunate because they would have they you know, they would have arrested <gasps> him. My God. Yeah. Saved everybody. Six years. How, does, how
2: did they miss it?
0: I don't know. They said they had cadaver dogs and like ground penetrating radar. Yeah. So did they find her? They found her. He did do a good job. She was buried really. You can see, I've seen the picture of where they found her. She was five feet deep. I mean, deep, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It wrapped up in a blanket. So James says that Tanya knew nothing. And continue to know nothing all this time. And when it happened, she was at the store.
2: I mean, I'm calling bullshit on that.
0: I am calling bullshit on that. She knew what was up. I mean, she might not have been there when it actually happened. But it takes a minute to dig a five-foot hole in your yard.
2: She probably was there when it happened. And he was like, you need to take off. For at least four or five hours, dude. Totally. And then
0: she and he was like, "Called her, okay. yeah." He probably called her when he was like, "Okay, I'm done. You can come home now." That's why he called her at eight thirty. It wasn't because he was like out on the run. I mean, if you've been out running, no. why are you going to have somebody pick you up when you're a block away?
2: No, that's no, what no, happened. No, no, He's no, like, no, "Done. You can come okay. home. We're all good."
0: Okay. Also, I mean, there's so there's this big hole in their backyard which their backyard was not big I mean it's like average size backyard okay and that's what i was thinking okay. like
2: do they have like a forest out there or no.
0: no so don't you think at some point she would be like that is so weird marie is gone vanished disappeared and now there is a freshly dug area the size of say a grave in our backyard so weird so weird i mean <laughs> I don't know. I think they planned it together, but you know,
2: I don't know if know. they planned it together. They possibly did. They probably, yeah, they planned it together 100%. I think so. But he's trying to save her ass and tell me yeah. what he got for manslaughter because oh, the last well, manslaughter case last week was 16 years.
0: Not that much. Okay. It's five years. Let me tell you what's even more bananas is. Then James sentencing is that Tanya is still living her best life in Arizona, raising grace. OK, yikes. So James was sentenced to 15 years with the possibility of parole after 11, which he's scheduled to get in 2028. OK, I mean, at least I looked at his recent mugshot. That's what his scheduled release date is.
2: Do you think him and Tanya are
0: still? Yeah, I think he's together? going to resume. Yeah, his life with I mean his wife and the child, who she'll be grown by then, but whose biological mother he Murdered. admitted to killing. Yeah, so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Yeah, that, I mean, it's real
2: hard for that kid because it that point, is really hard for that kid. Oh, my God. With all of that. Right. It's like.
0: Yeah. And you can't really take what? her away from Tanya at that point because that is the only mother she's ever known. But yeah. I mean, she it's just it's too damn bad. They didn't find that body earlier because then Marie's family could have been raising this little yeah. girl the whole time.
2: Yeah. Do you remember that case where the woman stole the baby, raised the child till she was like 16? It came out that she stole this woman's baby. And then it was like this thing where the the child, who wasn't really a child anymore, was like, I still love the mom that raised me. Yeah,
0: I do. Yeah, yeah. that sounds
2: familiar. It's so challenging yeah, because it is. it was an awful thing for this person to do, but she raised the child like a... Loving mother, and so how can you? And that's the only mom she's ever known. She doesn't even know the mom that gave birth to her. And then, I mean, it's just such a fucked up thing.
0: It is, and I mean, poor Marie's family. I mean, I they feel terrible that they like they'll never get to know this little girl or tell her anything about her mother, you know, or anything. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so James. I mean, one last thing is, so I. We'll post his most recent mugshot. I mean, he he looks all right. He actually looks like he has a tan. So I don't know really, what they got going on there. Yeah. Tan or face lotion, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess they get some, he gets getting his fair share of outdoor time. Prison is working for him, I guess. I I thought they don't,
2: I mean, listen, the jail that I saw in Los Angeles, their outdoor time It's like um, this concrete area that has above, like way above, like ten feet above, has some mesh to the outside. That's what they call outside. There's not. Yeah, but there's
0: all different. But there are prisons that
2: have like actual. Yeah, I
0: mean, you could be like, I mean, orange is the new black and have gardening and I mean, get a lot of time outside. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just don't get locked up in
2: Los Angeles City. I'm just saying uh, it's a real uh, shit hole. Oh, heck no.
0: Or listen, I watched this show on Netflix called Jailbirds or whatever. And they're in like Oakland, I think. Yeah, same. Uh, same. No you, way. you do not want to get locked up there. No. Oh, no way. Stay out of trouble.
2: Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that's a wop. Okay. Um, I We didn't talk about what we're drinking, but I am back on. if see it on... Um, the YouTube. I'm back on the Crystal Light and Perrier. It is a real good summer drink.
0: It really is a good summer drink. It really is. So
2: you either put the vodka in or you leave it out. Whatever way you choose to drink it, it is so delightful. And I'm having a summer little get together at my house with a couple kids coming over. So fun. Tomorrow. Not really tomorrow, recording early, but the day after Memorial Day. And so I went, I went like crazy at Target buying, they have the cutest summer stuff right now.
0: Oh, God, I can't wait to go to Target without my kids when they go to camp. I can never, (laughs) I haven't been to Target in so long because my kids will just want toys.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, I'm telling you, they have up their game on the cuteness department of their summer splash stuff. I mean, I got these like pinwheels and all kinds of stuff. Also, Gretchen, remember I sent you? This is not an ad or anything, but it is magical. That face thing that you wash your face with. My mom got it for me for my okay. birthday.
0: Yeah. You're okay. Not- we could talk about this. Tabs, did you get this? No, because I got to thinking about it. So what, you got to wash that thing in the washing machine every time you use it?
2: No, you wash your face with it for like, okay, so you put, it's like a cloth, super soft. It's called the magic eraser, right? No, Mm -hmm. it's not called the magic eraser. Hold on, I'm going to tell you guys what it is called. I think it says like 10 times before you put it in the wash. I just put it in the wash when I wash my towels, right? That's the only, like, that's when you wash it, when you like whatever. When you wash your towel, just throw it in there. And it's magic. It's just, you put water on it. It takes off all your makeup without having to do makeup remover and soap. You don't even use soap. Okay. That's it. Water, wipe, done.
0: I'm skeptical. It's better. What? I'm skeptical.
2: I, I wear the Thrive Mascara, which is really hard to get off of your eyes. If mm-hmm. anybody knows, I love the mascara, but It is kind of difficult to get off. And um, that's probably why it's so good, you know. But I will just tell you, it comes off with this towel. And I just bought four of them to give as gifts. So it's called Makeup Eraser. The original Makeup Eraser. Okay. Promise you guys, you will enjoy it. It's good.
0: Good. Okay.
2: Also... If you haven't followed us on Instagram or Facebook, we have a group called Housewives a True Crime Group, and we also have a Housewives a True Crime Keto My whatever you want to. I gotta it. get on How,
0: it. I gotta get on how's it. How's it going? Listen, I'm waiting for your friend Sally to send me some book.
2: Oh, she. I know. Okay, uh, Sally, so if friend, you're listening, yeah, alert. She is. Her brother wrote a book on keto. He's a doctor. And I will post it also and tell you guys what it's called when we get it. And um, he talks about why it's it's good for you. Which I need is some convincing awesome.
0: again. I know. So I was I was waiting for that. That's my excuse this week.
2: Um, Sierra Faith XO. She is just the cutest little disco biscuit, and she mimicked us this Aww. week <laughs> like that's so funny it's so funny i love it i love it you guys so if you um will please tag us in all of your posts on instagram or facebook we would love it if you love us we love you also if you want to give us a review you can on apple Podcasts. that's fun and if you really want to support us you can log on to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime and join our patreon group for extra episodes and some of our beginning episodes are on there too all the way back when we were just
0: noobs green that's what they call it. happy Thank memorial you. day everybody yeah hope you have happy some memorial red day. white and blue happiness yummy eat your hot dogs i'm gonna get my mouth around one this weekend for sure <laughs> oh my god i could <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I am. I think we're done. You're the one. <laughs> Clink, <We're> clink. <laughs> <Proud>. <laughs> All
0: right. Clink. Clink, clink.